You're listening to the Stay at Home Order, podcast by nerds and stoners for nerds and stoners. If you're enjoying the show, please head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. We need your help to grow and keep the content flowing. I'm not even fucking sure what accent this is. You can also reach out on the socials at Stay Home Pod or show at StayHomeCast.com. Remember, follow the smell of smoke and stay safe. Stay home. It's like, like, well, fucking. <laughs> so you guys want to talk for a second because I would think uh, people don't realize that um, I've played I've played some Dungeons and Dragons for a little while, not terribly long, a couple years or so. Uh, but this is mm-hmm. this is we're popping your guys' cherry on that one. Can somebody do a Foley pop sound for me real quick? Mm-hmm. So you're not really familiar with all the rules. I know that Blade, you just recently purchased the player's handbook. How's did you kind of skim through that a little bit? I did. I've been reading through it. It's got a nice amount of like information uh, uh, surrounding like the lore and um, uh, uh, the history of D and D, which is really cool, obviously. And then more important to me at this immediate moment is. Um, again the mechanics and just like a general overview of uh what it means and there's some like samples of um turns uh in you know hypothetical campaigns and stuff um so you can kind of read along there and and uh, apply that to your own uh you know playing and so it's it's helped me to understand enough at least that i know now which dice to roll congratulations when. I may still take a yet. moment. Yeah, thank you. I may still take a moment to. Uh, <laughs> well, that's what I'm. I'm. I'm here today, to guys. We're gonna go Ooh. do a dice tutorial. Hey, everybody! This is the Stay at Home Order presents High Fantasy. Fantasy. Echo in post. Right All right, yeah. Just can you? You would just mute my track right there, and still right here as well. <laughs> so I wanted to go over uh, just a rough uh, exposure. I'm going to show you my dice. So the one that your guys are going to use the most is the icosahedron. Um, it is the twenty sided die, as you can see, is the most marble like. Um, very round shaped, got some pointies on there, and the thing to know about that one is it goes all the way up to twenty. Okay, yes, is that, it does. yeah, yes, it does. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So now, two things that you should know about the D twenty, and I'm no expert. I have a good collection of dice, but I have you know just the loosey goosey rules because we at the stay at home order like to have fun and don't want don't want anybody uh jumping down our backs about. Um, how Derek doesn't know what two-handed uh, fighting is. And then also... Hey, fuck you guys. Yep. You know? And spell slots. Of course, we're not going to keep track of spell slots because I'm not going to do it. And of course, these guys are dumb as hell and they're not going to do it. So we're going to just keep a close eye on it the best we can and we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I like but those rules. The two things that you should know about the D20 is that 
there are something that uh, people use called critical hits. Now, that can go in either direction. And this is, you know, for the most part, a house rule. Um, I think it's pretty commonplace, but uh, they have it where if you were to run, uh, to roll a 1 or a 20, that is a critical, which is either the best or the worst that you can do. Generally, that is just for attack rolls, uh, but in some cases, depending on who your DM is, they'll use that for, you know, other actions. That, I think, people disagree quite a bit on, but for the most part, one, you miss and something happens in your attack, or 20, and you're going to roll double damage, or in our case, we're going to roll two of the, the, whatever your weapon's damage is once, and then you also get the maximum amount of that die. So you get, like, a big hit. Because, I mean, you could roll shit rolling two die, you know? You mm-hmm. get a critical hit, and... You've done it many times yeah, already. Yeah, you're going to be... You're going to roll a one and a one and be like, well, I could have rolled a two with just one die. That sucks. You want to get that full slam and then a little bit of, you know, icing on the cake. Right. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So th- that's one. The other thing is that you're going to use the D20 for an attack, a saving throw, a skill check, or in case your DM isn't completely insane and just torturing you a little bit, it might just be some random throws where you have to, you know, make a match or, I don't know, whatever kind of math game that you've got going on in your head. So you're gonna Why use, do DMs got to be dicks like that? It's the only reason that people want to be DMs. Either that, you, yeah. you want to be the DM and control everything, or you get thrust into the role because nobody else wants to do it. A DM is really just the kid with the magnifying glass at the anthill, right? That's that's what you are. I have I've I've done well. Okay, so there's other die that you might use as well. Most of the time, those are going to be used for damage on each individual weapon. So depending on what you have, you're going to roll a different die and different amounts of dice. So, for instance, you know, a, a usual would be a D6. Um, you know, this square cube if you will. That one's going to be very common. This is the kind that you can find in your Monopoly set inside that thing in the, uh, what is that, Sorry, in that little ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, Just a standard die, basically, standard right? Standard die. And then for the lower impact weapons, you have the little triangle here. That is a D4. That's going to be... So these are like your, your side weapons? Your, like and, a dagger or, you know, some spells require a D4. Um, okay. And then, you know, later on, and it's including, uh, I think you guys know when you're rolling up your health, when you're creating your character, you're going to run into using the D8. Those are some of the heavier weapons. That's that one that's like the uh, the pyramid ass-to-ass is the most common thing I've heard. I don't think that's uh, wrong. Diamond, I think, also, but... Doesn't it kind of look like... Uh, the oh, top shit. from Inception? That's what you're yep. thinking of? Yep, there we go. Mm-hmm. Just a little totem. And then you actually have two more uh, all polyhedral dice sets. Well, not all, excuse me. But most polyhedral dice sets come with seven dice, and you'll see that two of them are very similar. They are D10s, where they can also be used as a percentile dice. So you're going to gain a chance for uh, a zero, or well, not a zero, but a one to 100. And uh, most of the time... That's for just weird checks. You, you might not roll that all the time. Damage sometimes. Uh, it depends on what kind of weapons and spells you're using. 
a lot of the time it'll just tell you plain and simple in a spell if you have to use so many of that one die or if you're using um, a specific uh, modifier with anything and then you can just figure out the math from there uh, but I don't think the D10 really comes up all that often okay that makes a little more sense there's also a D12 and I feel like that is uh, you know it looks nice mm-hmm. yeah uh-huh. Uh, I think we need to do a little bit of a recap, guys, um, because if I'm recalling everything correctly from the thing that probably played before we started talking, saying previously on high fantasy, probably would have said something like, hey, Blade, uh, how big are your hands and how many potions do you think you could fit in them at one time? Maximum. Like, if you pressed them all together, eight, ten? Like, cradling. if I'm like, like holding them together like this? Yeah, you've or? you've got your hands together like you're holding a sandwich, but it's all vials of potions. Consider them uh, you know, like a like test tubes? Yeah, a little bit bigger than that. I would say like a good like a good shooter. You're getting like a good four ounces. I'd say he could probably I think that Bullrock could probably hold eight or ten of those things. Okay, so you're gonna roll a D one hundred right now, Blade. I'm gonna have you roll two of those D tens. Okay. And uh, we're going to use that to figure out uh, how many vials you just smashed into your face. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're going with this. I fucking love it. All right. uh, I rolled a 50 and I guess a 70. Okay. So you have a 5-0 and a 7-0? Well, I just rolled. Yeah. Yes. Do they have like a... Okay. So they they match that because there's not like a 0-7 and a 0-5? Yeah, I just rolled both of them, and so I got that. Okay, so, okay. And that. Okay, so that's 57. It is? Yep. See, that five zero. Uh, and, yep. and the right, other one okay, has yeah, one digit. Right. I see, I see. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. got it, got it, got it. Okay, Why okay, did okay, you okay. do that to yourself? <laughs> uh, I just felt so stupid now. Now I get it. Okay. Get Dude, it. I'm dying over here. <laughs> okay. Shut up. Okay, your large hands grab onto six of these vials because for some reason at the end of the last session you decided to smash them into your face. Um, <laughs> so, Savage. So I need now I need you to um, I'm going to need you to roll now I need you to roll a d6 six times. I just got an overwhelming amount of uh, anxiety. Six times? Yeah, so you just smash six. Okay, so do the first one. All right. Roll. Three. Okay. Well, the first one, the first one smashes into your face and immediately is just absorbed into your skin, um, and you feel no effect at first. The next one. Four. Oh boy. The next one you find is actually a vial of blood and hold on to a D10. Derek, help me remind him. He's going to have to roll a D10 in a second here. Bullrock, I feel so actually, bad for you right let now. Let's see. Let's do this. Oh, okay. No, no, no. You're going to roll a constitution saving throw. So, Derek, remember that. We're going to go through this one at a time, though. Go ahead and roll that D6 again. Got it. One. <laughs> All right. Hold on. I need to start writing this down. <laughs> okay. 
I feel so dirty <laughs> going against you, Volrock. It's a game of chance. I will definitely not invest in, as much into the backstory of my next character. Okay. I I honestly said what I said at the end of the last campaign in jest, not realizing that it was going to be taken seriously. So It was too good not to. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's a valuable lesson. Okay, yeah, it is. Shame on you. Uh, all right, was that number three or number four? That was number three. Yeah, give Dude, me another shit's one. She's getting dark, all man. Right. <laughs> oh. Five. Come on, man! Don't kill him off right now. I just, I just became friends with the motherfucker. Okay, one more. You got two more, brother. Why did you do this to yourself? Five again. Oh no. Oh no! Oh no! Do you, you want me to just lay one more out? Bullrock's going to make it through this, man. Just take one more of those. Just rip it. Let me rip one more of these die. Hey, man, I'm just going to like rip like one more. That last one was four. What the fuck, dude? This is bad. This is a bad. This is bad. This is bad DMing on my part. This is bad playing on your part. Astaroth, you see this strange scene where Balrog decides to lose his control and just smash these remnants, like the, the potions on the table, he just smashes into his face. Um, and what seems, yeah, what seems to happen in this succession, um, you see that Balrog is immediately drenched with these potions and he has this look on his face like his stomach just flip-flopped and he's extremely nauseous. You see that one of the vials, Bullrock, is blood and it's like in your mouth, in your nose, um, and you'll have to make a constitution saving throw to see whether or not you're going to throw up. <laughs> I can tell you straight up so that I'm going to throw up. Is that going to be um, my D20 there? A D that would be a D20, yes, a saving throw, so there's going to be like a... And that's that's me, correct? You just said, like, well, I'm going to make a saving throw, right? Derek, you are doing nothing right now. Balrock, make a saving throw. Yeah, oh, are you just it. that grossed got out? It. You think your character would be grossed out? Yeah, dude, I thought, okay, yeah, yeah maybe I'd be throwing up, To too. see if you're going to throw up. Okay. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I threw up. Three. Oh, my God. I, I think I did not throw up. I rolled an 18. Oh, nice. Yeah, you've got just a steel stomach for this kind of weird stuff. You've been in battle before. You've killed those chickens a hundred times. You've had blood all over yourself, so you're totally fine there. No problem slaying a child. As you see this, Astaroth, uh, Balrog has this quick moment where he grabs his stomach and lurches forward, but he stables himself. Uh, but you see slowly he is becoming transparent, and you can at one point no longer see him. But you know he's in the room. Balrock, you have this kind of serendipitous feeling. At the end of this, you feel like that that song, If You Wish Upon a Star, it sings in your heart. Star. I'm going to sue you. 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 And if you come after me, I'm going to sue your mom. That's right. I'll sue you in prison. My dad... <laughs> <laughs> Slap. After that, everything honky dory. You feel great. 
now you guys are in this this underground storage facility for magical creatures and the uh, one person that you find to ask any questions has been murdered in cold blood and uh, Astroth was able to eject all of the magical creatures to somewhere and you guys are alone in this just kind of sterile basement. So, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. And so, I can't see him, correct? Mm-hmm. I'm just invisible, but otherwise oh, feeling all right. Feeling all right. That was some mm-hmm. good fucking mm-hmm. shit you just smoked. Can I see myself? I'm feeling so good myself. Can I see myself? <laughs> um, No, you can't. Okay, cool. So it's not like some sort of like... Separation. Thing where it's yeah. like reflecting... Nope. ...thing around me, but I can still... All right. Well, that's... So I'm 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 pretty I'm pretty shocked at what I just saw and uh you know I I want to assess the situation even though I didn't do such a hot job <laughs> 2 minutes prior when I sent the unicorn and all the other creatures to oblivion um I'm just going to going to shout out there hopefully hopefully Bullrock can hear me Hey man you hear what's up how you feeling Yeah I'm still standing in the same fucking spot I was bro I'm just invisible now. You watch where, me disappear. Where, I haven't even moved. Let, I, I'm gonna. I'm trying to to tell where you're at in the room. Near me. You just get your arms out and like, hey, yes. are you over here? And just like grab his boobs. And yep. you're like, oh, I, I thought it was your shoulder. Yep. Exactly. I'm just gonna use my my enormous hand and just flick him in the back of the head. Stop saying <laughs> stuff like that. You already got yourself in trouble and turned invisible because of this shit. Oh. Astroth, you just feel like a dink on your helmet. I honestly don't hate this. It, it will make being a ranger a <laughs> lot more uh, a- achievable for me as a Goliath. Fair. So we'll see. How, hopefully, glass, we'll see how this lasts. Uh, glass half full. Glass half full. I you like are it. a big boy. See if this lasts. Um, well, so I guess I I need to remember uh, shake the potions out of my face and remind myself what it is that exactly I'm seeing around me uh, in this room. I don't really recall. I know that we're in a we were in this like weird menagerie and and then Astroth. There's a big a laboratory style table with just cluttered paper crap books. Uh, vials of potions and now all smashed against the floor or your face and then there were these uh, force field like cages keeping these strange and exotic creatures all stacked up very much cabin in the woods style because I totally was intending it to be something like that you got me anyway I think that there was you know just pretty sterile environment excluding the mutilated corpse of this halfling that uh, you just left. Um, there's a doorway that leads back to a, a hall, and then to this lift that you know goes back up into the house. So I'm I'm ask them off to go, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go. You go first, Bull Rock. So I just want to. Do we want to continue on with the exploration then into this? You said there was like a hall, right? The back of the way you came. Oh, okay. And then that goes back to the lift and back up to the house. Yep. That's the only means to entry and exit in this little laboratory slash thing. So it seems. Um, there's no other exit. So I just evaporated all those creatures into the wall or, or wherever. And 
they gone. Yeah, you you think it possibly could be some sort of teleportation magic, or you know, you could have fried them, or I don't know. You guys aren't that great at magic, are you? No, no, no. We're 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 shit ass poor at magic, actually, <laughs> and uh, yeah. we're not that great say, at getting our... bounties either. Because I'm pretty sure I just blew yeah. up all the fucking animals. So, yep, <laughs> yep. All right, um. I'm yelling out to Balrock. I, I say we backtrack. We go the way we came, and we try to get up uh, into that elevator. Yeah, let's head out. Going back up the lift, the uh, way you came, you emerge outside of this uh, wooden-carved cuckoo clock to see that there is only one half-orc still tied up and sitting on the floor. So I'm thinking the other one was a conjuring of that guy that we killed in the basement, uh, that little dude. So I'm thinking that the one that's on the, the floor is, is now the the good. I, 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 I'm trying to, let me let me recall, who was it prior to this when they both turned into the creature? The one half-orc dullard, and then there was the one like black-skinned, alien-eyed creature. Yeah, it was the, the one dude. Gotcha. Yeah. The one that was the the girl before prior looked like a girl. I'm gonna assume then that it's our dullard. What was his name? Axel. Axel. That's right. That's right. Axel's probably the dipshit still sitting on the floor, and uh, probably not a good thing that that creature's on the loose. I kind of want to uh, investigate more, make sure that mm-hmm. uh, you know before we release this thing on the floor that it's 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 our dullard. It's our mm-hmm. Axel Rose. So. I'd like to investigate further. Okay, what do you want to do? Do you want to, like, are you just looking at him? Are you asking him questions? I'm actually getting closer to him, uh, kind of giving him a a one-over and and trying to talk to him, trying to communicate. You take a vial of his blood with, like, an electric charge, or what was it? What the fuck they use in the thing? Anyway, are you just, like, kind of prying him for information like that? Like, a little torture, or are you going to be nice about it? No, I'm 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 trying not to agitate it at first. Um and I'm I'm trying to see if there's any way I can get some results, some response out of it uh just by communicating, just by kind of getting closer, communicating, looking looking the creature over. Okay, go ahead and roll then a uh investigation check if you want to do that. D20. D20. Your skill is investigation. 19. I'm an old man, very impressed by your 19 roll, and that does the trick. So you're looking at this guy, and you're eyeing him up and down, and, I mean, from what you can tell, before he said he had a gigantic wanger, and this guy has a gigantic wanger, so, I mean, it seems legit to you, as far as you can tell. There can't be two big dicks in town. There can't. Mm-mm. There's actually laws against that, so, I mean, if you look into the ledger of the local <laughs> kingdom, you, there's, you know, can't be... It's the beaver, Beaverwood law of dicks. Mm-hmm. Big swingers keep on swinging. Proud Mary keeps on... Hey, so, what are we doing from here? Alright, uh, I'm 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 fairly convinced that it's 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 our buddy Axel. What are you thinking, Bullrock? Well, first, I don't, Axel doesn't appear to see me either, does he? As far as you can tell, he doesn't notice you're there at all. So, <laughs> I'm going to ride that train out a little bit longer. I like it. I, like I think it. we should use that to our advantage, if at all possible. Um, and I'm going to try to just be chill and uh, not 
make too much of a hubbub so that I, I am not noticed still, right? Um, but I do agree with uh, getting into some investigation and and um, good on you for checking out his no dick. No problem, buddy. No Twice. problem. No problem, buddy. Yeah. Hey, man. Noticing, noticing it's not just day. me. It's the 19 it a, roll. I, at first, I thought, you know, what's the point? Why is why is Astaroth so into this half orcs descriptive wanger? But now, in retrospect, yeah. thanks, bud. You got 2020 dick vision, bro. Good for you. So I think that um, I think we should maybe. Do you want to? Do you think we should let this dude loose? Let's, let's do, do, ask him what happened to the other dude before we untie him. Let's question him. Sounds good. I agree with that. All right. We want to uh, interrogate him and, and kind of see what happened to the other creature that was tied up right next to him. We want some answers. All right. So ask him the questions. Astroth, you're going to have to do the questioning uh, unless I break my code of silence. And Yep. Yep, no, that's, I, I think we should use that to the advantage, um, you know, just in case this dude lunges at us. Maybe I can, like, whisper questions into your ear, like, really, Ooh, really quietly. Yeah, okay. And then you can vocalize like the questions. Yeah. All right, so I, I kind of crouch down to to get um, directly in the, the eye contact. The we're, we're both just locked in eye to eye, looking at each other. And I calmly and collectively ask him what happened to the other creature that was tied up next to you. Uh, yeah, that guy, he's, uh, fucking gone, man. Cut himself loose and ran off. He took my sword, too. How did he cut himself loose if he was tied up? His sword was left in the middle of the floor. Was he just, like, like, dog across the carpet over to the fucking sword and... You're talking, about, up with his toes. you're talking about how a dog rubs its butt across carpet is a mode of transportation. Yeah, is that how it scooted across the... Yeah, pretty much. It wood floor, though, okay. so it just it did like a big squeak. It was like... Ugh. It was really gross, and you guys were down, and you didn't hear it. And the guy's like, hey, what are you doing? Oh, I see. Breaking free, huh? See you later. He got real, like, hillbilly all of a sudden. Well, hi, dog. I don't know what I'm doing in this cabin, but I sure am scared. Which way did he go? Astroth, ask him, ask him, which way, which way did the bad guy go? Did he leave the house or is he still here? He ran, well, he ran into the other room and then seemed to run out the door. So, so. I mean. I know this isn't how the voice sounded before, but this is far more entertaining for me. Okay, I I don't think we're in any direct danger. <laughs> But okay, I look now over you're to like you in Leghorn. Now, 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 now. I'm just a southern <laughs> lawyer who wants to talk about how this half hog boy did have nothing to do with that murder-suicide in the other room by that child and mother. <laughs> Love it. All right. I kind of I kind of give you a signal to uh to to get close to me so I can talk to you without having this guy know that you're there. So, I'm thinking Using your uh, invisibility to our advantage, I say you walk out, you know, cautiously, quietly, walk out the door, kind of do a roundabout around the house, get a visual, see if you see that other one out there or anything else that's suspicious while I ask him more questions. How do you feel about that? Well, tell him you need to go outside by my fucking self. 
dude, you're invisible. Like, go quietly, cautiously. Yo, the last time we were outside, there were straight, there were fucking zombies out there. Dude, the door's wide open, bro. Why ain't they coming in? Door's just blowing in the wind. I'm not convinced. See, it's like wind. Wind is a sign. It's like the zipper's unlocked. What the fuck? It's like your zipper's (laughs) down in your... Oh, man. You know, the the pull tab on a zipper, when it's folded down flat against the zipper, it's locking it. It, So your zipper does actually have a lock. Oh, that's interesting. Cool, Blade. I'm glad... Wow. I always... I was going to say, my zipper's always flipped up, and so I just cut my scrotum on it. But what were you going to say, Derek? Yeah. Uh, I was just going to say he's just uh, a big bag of knowledge. And I was talking uh, about cutting my big bag. So after you guys figure out that the door's wide open and there's no zombies coming in. Uh, so um, I'm still I'm still for that. I, I'm going to question this guy. I d- yeah, okay. I know you are. I'm gonna You're stay, not going to go out and check? Uh, You're not going to use your invisibility no, to right, the advantage? So fuck it. Whatever. Are we really I'm having gonna, this I'm fight going, right now, I'm bitch? Going. I'm, I'm going out. I'm just going to leave the the safety of the house and the companionship and uh i'm gonna wander out of the uh where are we at the, we're in the, the great room or whatever Kyle? yeah the main the main room the great room the whatever you want to call that it's a pretty good room it's 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 pretty nice i'm gonna wander out that front door then you That's meander out the front the, door and the yeah it's blowing in the wind i'm gonna go ahead and take a step outside and uh, visualize the exterior, assess the surroundings. You peek around and seeing the perimeter of the woods not too far away. You don't see any activity in your immediate vision. There seems to be no sounds and groans and hauntingly guttural moans, very non-sexual, in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. So it seems like the situation has changed from when you first arrived. Seems pretty chill out here. No smell of the dead. Okay. Nothing. Nothing weird going on in, uh, around the back side of the house. Wasn't there? Wasn't the back side of the house where that wizard guy went out the window? Yeah, he went out the back of the window, smashed right out. Ah! Nobody heard a thing. Hmm. Except for the neck cracking, or was that? Um. That was I mean, a, if a tree falls in the forest, you. I mean. Well. Uh. No obvious sign of, like, where these fucking critters went from the weird laboratory down in the basement, eh? Not from what you could tell. It just seemed to kind of, like... Well, I'm gonna, uh, I guess, go back inside, and I'd like to look around the house, make sure that, that the house is empty, then. Nobody else is around. There are several people, but it includes uh, Astroth, Axel, the corpses of the mom, dad, and child that were all slain at your hand. And that's it. Oh, everybody else oh, is gone. Oh, okay. So, okay. <laughs> all the other people in the house are dead. Yep. Dead people. Well, uh, Astaroth, I think that um, do we want to... Uh, we, we should probably move on. Yeah. Want to keep on going, or do you want to... It's middle of the night still. Maybe, maybe, uh... Maybe you guys are really sleeping. Maybe we should rest. Ah, free one. That's a free one. That's the first one. You get one. Everybody gets one. All right. So let's just take a little... Let's just take this time. 
Let's let's secure the house first, and then. Well, yeah, we'll we're back inside. I think you just so get. I think you guys just up. did secure the house. Is pretty much how you. Yeah. Do. You Axel's blockade. Axel's still tied up, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's leave him tied up. There's no reason to untie him right now. I put a pillow on the ground for him. He kind of. We'll kinda... let him know. You know. Hey, I'm fine with this. He's as long as you know. Just be cool and be. <laughs> he's a dirty boy. He's he don't mind being. Commence the jiggling. Touch. I've changed this accent three times. Got night vision. Oh. Axel's my favorite. He's my favorite in this whole thing. You guys want to stay up and tell ghost stories? Now I'm now Hubert <laughs> from Family Guy. All right. Oh, so taking goodness. a little rest, eh? All right, guys. You can regain all of your HP, all of your spell slots. You are at 100%. Yes. Fuck yeah, we needed that, bud. Balrock, you are still invisible when you wake up in the morning, and you, you feel hopeful for the future. You feel like you could accomplish anything. And you hear you hear some just kind of angelic bells in your ears, just kind of like oh, I I can do I can do anything I I think about. Man, I I just feel great. You're just like I put my mind to it, stick to it in this. Dude, I would I would find out if I was you if you're if you're invisible still. You just said I'm invisible. Oh, I missed that part. You said I woke up and I'm still invisible, mm-hmm. and I feel amazing. And I can hear like angelic music. Am I losing my mind, <laughs> or am I just tripping balls on one of the other potions? There was like there was a like one of the potions was an invisibility potion, and the other <laughs> potion was pure DMT. <laughs> my name is Balrock Joe Rogan, my Shrona. Yeah. Man, I feel like I can do anything. So it's it's morning now, yeah? Or daylight, at least? Yeah, there's the crack of sunlight piercing through the trees, and you can see out the window now that the decrepit forest that was so, like, dark with these crooked branches kind of looming over you as you watched, made your way through it, uh, you see that there's some life actually returning to the forest. Squirrel runs out, and you can see him digging out in the front yard. Hmm. Will you shut up? <laughs> yeah. We're a 1990s yep. Ren and Stimpy oh, cartoon. That's beautiful. Mm, so I raided <laughs> the kids' Halloween candy stash. There's still Ugh. way too many Whoppers out there. Can we, next year, can we yeah, ban let's, Whoppers, let's, please, if you don't let's mind? Let's make a stand. Let's, lo- you want to protest that, maybe? The candy? Ugh. Whoppers? Yeah. You mean like, like, Fuck those malt balls, dude, fuck like those malted. Things. Those are good, dude. Yeah, that's not that sounds about right. I know your background. So, right? so I've had them wow. in an application like where Robert's someone there. makes like a shake out of them. That's okay because the malt with ice cream, you know. Well, but eating them by yourself, get the fuck out of here, you serial killer. Fuck you. Oh, I bet you like raisinets too, you sick fuck. Fucking right, I do. Oh, you sick fuck! I actually, I, I actually like. I also like those. But fucking right, I like raisin yeah, nuts, man. I like old theater, candy. I'll, I'll eat a bit, bit, bit of honey, motherfucker. A bit of honey. What about okay? Last, <laughs> last one. If you answer the, this incorrectly, that this is over. This is the last episode of any show that we ever do together. Good and plenty. Fuck good and plenty's, dude. Shit's gross. That's right. You're, fucking black licorice. Yeah, you joking me? 
I'm pretty sure they just take tires and then they cut them right. into little pieces right. and then. Cut I know them. somebody that eats good and plenty. I know that's that you're what, out there somewhere. If you're listening to this, turn this off. You shouldn't be listening to this, dude. Ugh. My mom, my mom, she's she's fucking weird, man. She ain't listening. All right, so we're good. So, Blade Balrock yeah. feels fan fucking tastic, and you wish you could do something about it. What? Astaroth, you still can't see Balrog. And you notice that Axel is just lying on the, you know, he's sleeping all tied up, laying on the ground. Well, oh, Astaroth's awake because I was going to, if he wasn't up yet, I was going to roll over and give him another. So on the back of the helmet, just wake him up by like just kicking his head like a bucket. <laughs> Don't do that. I'm an early, <laughs> I, I'm an early riser. I'm usually the first one up. So you know. isn't that the truth? You just pester him with, you just like kind of flicking his ear for like 20 minutes there's nothing yeah, to do my like fist size finger thump, 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 thump. stop i'm sleeping stop stop it stop it why do we share a room stop it stop it <laughs> we had this whole house and we slept in the same room with the guy that's tied up and now i think he's over there <laughs> jacking his massive dong off <laughs> we gotta get out of this place and I need something to eat, this just bro. turned into a horror movie. <laughs> you, you hear a bang, 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 and the Jesus. Oh, well, thank God we're up. Axel, put that thing away, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, commence the jiggling. Can't get out of the ropes, but still manages to get his hog out. He did it with his knees. He's a fucking beast, bro. He's fucking gigantic. I like his resourcefulness well, and also, you know. When you... When you just have to shift your pant leg a little bit just to let it drop out the bottom, it's yeah. not too hard. God. It seems like an encumbrance. Yeah. For a combat hardened veteran. <laughs> the reason he wasn't able to fight is because he was combat hardened. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, all right. Well, fuck, man. Somebody's knocking on that door. All right. Hopefully, uh, Axel put that shit away. You, you hear. He's he's somehow slid it back up the cuff, and you hear anybody alive in there? Hello. I just see him like sh- like laying on the floor, just like <laughs> just dropping it back in the pant leg. Shaking it back in there. <laughs> Axel, you're fucking out of control, bud. <laughs> All right, Astroth, I'm gonna post up on the side. That's a good like, idea. Like off to the side, so <clears throat> that if. You open the door and somebody comes in. I can just bop, just, bop just him. bash him yep. over the head with my massive fist. Invisible fortress. Just give him <laughs> and, a bop. Uh, <laughs> All right. Why don't Why don't you swing that door open and see who it is who's knocking? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna first call out. I'm gonna I'm 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 gonna ask who it, who it is. Who goes there? I'll I'll say it again. God damn it. Who goes there? Tell Dick to get closer to the door, then. Hold on. Um, uh, just gonna take a selfie real quick. What's up, guys? It's me, Kyle. I'm your boy, YouTube. Um, I'm gonna talk about them the video right now. Really Live. Ah, what's up? <laughs> Posting that socials, guys. How you? Guys? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, we lost our DM, I think. <laughs> like six different kinds of resin. 
you you were getting kind of giggly the last couple minutes. I just watched it all uh, unfold. Oh, dude, I'm just listening to you guys. I'm just so worried as to what's going to happen from here. So they've come through the Golden Beaver Wood from the town that they were in, but I can't even fucking, I have to like search for it now because it was so long ago. <laughs> Who the fuck is at this door? <laughs> he just goes, Kenny? <laughs> All right, man, what do you think? Should I open it? Are you ready? Are you ready if this dude's like sitting there ready to come in? You got the fist above the door frame? I'm ready. I'm just waiting, cool. waiting for this motherfucker to come through that door and be feisty All with right. me. I'm just going to fucking blow. So I slowly reach over, make sure the door is unlocked. There's no latch on or anything. And then in one quick motion, I open the door and step back. You open the door and it flies open and you see that there's three men holding pikes. Uh, they look to be the town guard and they're, you know, in their regalia and at the sight of you are quite shocked. Uh, a very large tiefling. You're, you're quite a, a scene to be seen. A sight to behold. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree with quite that. Quite a picture to picture. They can see that your your sigil and your armor, you are clearly a paladin. Uh, so then their their um, heightened alert slowly fades. They they seem to be kind of okay. He's got to be one of the good guys because he's dressed up like this. But they've they've got their weapons like in hand. Okay. Well, now that they you know just by looking at him, I kind of. Feel the same way. the The alert kind of dropped down a little bit. They obviously asked him out. Look like, yes. Tell, ask them to state their names and their business. Ask them why they're the fuck powering on our door. Gentlemen, I'd like you to state your name and business. Gentlemen, well, my name. We're in the southern part of the Forgotten Realms. All right, sir. And we have very proper talking method here, which involves me introducing myself in full title. My name is Sir Kenneth C. Jasperson of Cocklington Notch, the town nearby off of the, the Golden Beaver Wood, where we eat the beaver. And everybody agrees that he is the finest beaver you ever did see. And this is my associate, Derek Lon Chinkington, and he is the finest quarterstaff businessman. In all of Cocklicken Notch. And this is my other friend, Sir Derek. <laughs> Another Derek. <laughs> Two Derek's don't make it right. Two, two Derek's here. I'll tell you that. Yep. <laughs> and his name is Derek Derek. And he's qu- quite a beautiful human being. He Duh. can't speak, though. So don't even try talking to him. Just a mute. Just a handsome mute. All right. Uh, you know, Astroth, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of taken back at this point and uh you know i, I look over to bullrock and, and make sure that he didn't slip them any of his uh magical herb because they just seem like goofy characters i kind of do shoot bullrock and i though in kind of uh you know in the general area that i know he's in since i can't see him um uh, kind of trying to get his input on uh what we should do with these gentlemen at the door i think we i think we should we should ask these guys if uh, if they know about like the events over the last few days and the the home 
that we're at and who owned it and i mean the whole goal of this was to find that unicorn right and it's just poofed out of existence Mm -hmm. is it gone Mm-hmm. Is it just gone forever? Can we find out more about that? Hope, or... hope not, because I think that's how we were getting paid. That's what I thought, bro. So, I hope not. All right, gentlemen, um, I'd like a, I'd like you guys to answer all of what you know about this area and the recent events that have occurred. We're looking for a little more information on this strange situation that we're in. Do you gentlemen know anything? I've already forgotten yeah, what their voices sounded like, so we're going to do something totally different for them. I think they're from Jersey. <laughs> Everybody's from Jersey. God damn it, Derek. Nobody, they're not all the same. I can do my Jamaican accent. Oh, there you go. Oh, no. I've painted myself into a corner here, haven't I? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Right near the beach, man. What exa- do you have a, a question for them specifically? Yeah, yeah, I I basically uh, asked them, you know, if they knew anything about what occurred in the last, uh, you know, night, and uh, if they know anything about, you know... Zombies. Yeah, basically, do they know anything about the zombie uh, situation? There were several undead on the road, and they were, uh, for the most part, dealt with already. They seemed to all be collapsed throughout the woods when they came through this morning, um, there seemed to be a lot of activity in the middle of the night. It stopped, and it's been quiet ever since. They were coming out to investigate to check on the cabin owner, who was a one uh, Themistocles Zebet, and he was not in the house at the time of the encounter. Uh, as you can see, they uh-huh. described a very uh, eccentric elderly gnome who uh who owned the house and was apparently missing for some time beforehand shit man did we kill that gnome down was that a gnome that we killed downstairs did we kill the homeowner Uh, no he was the the homeowner was gone he was missing already prior to the events yeah i mean was he just hanging out in that lair is that what you're saying kyle he hadn't been seen in some time, so the the guards kind of explain that there's no no sign of him, and they were coming out to investigate and see uh, what had been going on the night prior. Astra, I'll ask them if they know if the owner of this home had any other properties or homes that they were aware of. Mm, like it. I like it. They uh, all kind of confer with each other. They're like, well, Themistocles the Zabbat was quite a uh, scholarly, uh, scholarly, he was quite scholarly, sir, and um, he's going to talk to you like kind of a dumb college student now. I think that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, I think he is, uh, he's pretty, he's pretty worldly, and I think that, uh, you know, he traveled a lot and did some cool stuff, you know, like he'd seen like the North and like snow and then like the south and like trees bullrock we should definitely smoke with this guy i mean have we burned up yet since we've been awake i, I feel like I just, just got up you guys haven't even had breakfast nobody made coffee no wake and bake nothing mm-hmm. you just kind of woke up and then all of a sudden the door started getting banged on 
Wait, wasn't there some food in this place last night? There's a couple charcuterie boards left over of like uh, I think Ooh. I think if I go back to it, it was um, old KFC <clears throat> of questionable date and uh, like just scraps. So for the most part, I think you guys ate everything, but there might be a few things laying around. Well, I, I'm I'm thinking Some food. Ask these dudes if they know where to get any breakfast, bro. Well, I, I'm I'm wondering, should we notify them of the bodies inside so they can maybe notify someone in the town? They can collect their dead. Yeah, these guys are law enforcement. You said they look like town guard. Yeah, I mean, just let them know we we had to. You know, we fought the zombies. There's some weird magical shit going on. We're on a, a quest. Unfortunately, this this family didn't make it. You know, you know we don't even have to go any specifics. <laughs> you know, there's dead. There's, what are you guys doing with that other guy tied he's up? He's part of the quest. He's a he's a suspect, and we're uh, we need to take him with us. Are you talking now, Blade? Or are you saying that in my ear, and then I'm gonna say it? I'm just whispering that to As- Astromoth. Astroth. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, he. If I if, if I'm not careful, I'll say it all the time on accident. Now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's uh he's he's with us, sir. Uh, he helped us battle, you know, the the dead. Us? What are you talking about, us? Well, sir, there were uh, more of us here, and uh, they all didn't make it. Oh, I see. I see. Yes, yes. It appears to be some casualties. I'm actually now a, a pretty top notch cop investigator i have multiple personalities this town guard is out of control oh he's not he's not getting weird to where he's he's starting to get aggressive right no 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 in all in all reality he's he's quite complacent he seems to understand um you you've kind of had a hard night from the looks outside there's some some crazy shit happening there's a couple horses that have been eaten on the side of the road a cart tipped over and a few people that had been attacked it seems that there was multiple casualties out this outside of your situation wait through all the trauma i don't remember how did we get there did we get there on horse are are our horses eaten or did we you had, get there on you foot had, foot hoofed it from the Cocklington Notch. Okay. And you'd ma- you've made your way through to the forest. Gotcha. Okay. So we, we traveled light. How far away is town? Just a hop, skip, and a jump. So if you're talking about time, because this is we live in West Michigan, so we always accommodate mileage by saying how many minutes it'll take to get there. You were probably walking for six hours before you got to this forest edge, and then another two hours before you came upon the cabin. So you had a full eight-hour day. Damn, that's not a hop and a skip. And a jump. One more step, buddy. Alright. I'm thinking we get some grub and maybe smoke a little before we do anything else. Well, I'm thinking that there's not shit to eat in this fucking hellhole, and we should fucking maybe burn down and then get back to town. Do we have any food there? No, again, there's pretty much nothing left. I mean, I don't, I don't need to eat, man. I'm, I'm rested. No, he mean. Let's uh, <clears throat> let's hoof it, man. Let's get the fuck out of here. Let's head back to town. All right, all right. You're making your way downtown, walking fast, and you're on the path, and you're going to town. And you guys, it's nice and beautiful, the sun shining, you can see trees have more green to them. This whole area does not seem to be so infected. 
affected as it did before. All the brackish water seems to be absorbed back into the ground. The green grass is starting to sprout. You can see, dude, it's beautiful. The morning, Balrog, yourself, you're just so... There's you're you have this power inside of you you don't even know you're just full of it. Astaroth, you're just super happy to be alive, but you're just walking on sunshine, going down. Are you heading back to town? What's the plan? These guys are just kind of waiting for you to make a decision. They're gonna be going back to Cocklington Notch either way. The the guys that the yeah. pikemen. Yeah, they do mention that you should probably uh, cut that half-orc loose before taking off, because that seems suspect. All right. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. All right, before uh, get get the supplies ready before we burn. Maybe we should burn down with Axel, you think, as like a peace offering? Sorry that you were tied up. Hey, man, it's okay. I'm going to talk like this now. All right. Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose we yeah. should just share it out with everybody. Yeah. I mean, we're we're friendly people, and... and I, I come for money, so I'm good with, like, other people smoking with us. The guards say, fair enough, but we are on the clock. Oh, I didn't realize they're spurs. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm working right now. I could drop any minute. I, I can't afford to lose this job. I'm I working got right. I'm always, I'm always working, I, baby. Single parent, dude. I'm a single parent. Two kids. I can't I'm afford hustling. to lose this job. Fucking hustle. Let's get it, then. Let's get it. Let's get the fuck out of here. All Let's right. go. So Done I'm, with the woods. I, 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 yep. I untied Axel. I, I told Axel, you know, why don't you why don't you walk out with us as we're going on the path and and uh you know I, I, I actually I think it should start it up. We should offer to he sh- he can join us if he likes. Yeah, yeah. Stick no, I, I, I'm bit. fine with him walking. All right, you know, I'm gonna with take us. one one quick second because I'm this quick second of lucidity before I forget everything that just happened. Ballrock, did you make yourself known by trying to get these guys to smoke one down, or it was me? <laughs> <laughs> the whole time it was like, "Hey, man, your mouth was." <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Let me let me ask you a pretty important question. So I can't drive. I myself am invisible. All of my clothes are invisible. You're inv- you are not seen, period. Period. It's like you're not there. If you were to touch somebody, they would feel you. You know that because you've been flicking Astroth's helmet. Right. All right, Kyle, just remember this marker. You got to cut out the last 14 minutes to make it seem like a cohesive story. <laughs> uh, all right, so all right. I, I think, you know, I'm, uh, I'm going to I'm gonna untie Axel. I'm going to invite him to, to join us. You know, I think it's the right thing to do. Let's, let's make men's, uh, you know, sorry, man. Sorry that you, we had to tie you up and, uh, you know, but no, no hard feelings. I actually have some of uh, Bullrock's uh, weed on me, his his magical roots. Gonna spark this baby up. Why don't you take a walk with us? You know, and um, I'm gonna I'm gonna secretly pass it to Bullrock when the the pikemen who are walking in front of us are not paying attention, so he can take a hit. You know, don't want to leave him out. Bullrock's glass pipe floats in the air for a moment as there's this bright light emitting from the bowl. The embers crackle, and then you can hear a <sighs> as the go, cheer buddy. is just entered into Balrock's lungs. And everybody be super chill about it. 
Axel is pretty cool. Nice. He's not saying a word. Have you let him on the on the, the con then? Axel's in on it. I, I think we have to. I think I think Axel's uh aware. You know, as, as stupid as he is, he's uh, he's aware that Bullrock's with us. Um, he's not really asking about it though. Okay. He's not asking too many questions. So if this was a Telltale RPG, you would see her like up at the top. It'd be like Axel will remember this. Yeah. This is one of those situations like well, you've made a connection mm-hmm. with somebody. Right. Yep. Get, save plus one. All right. So. So there's technically. Six of you, but it appears to be five of you walking down the path towards the town. And why don't you all, well, you all, how about you two dipshits roll your d20 and we're going to do the perception check. Nine. Oh, man. Roll a three. That wasn't very good. You cross a short bridge and come on to this area where there's jagged rocks. And as you're climbing, you see that not too far from you, there is a cart that's been tipped over in the middle of the road. And there are two horses that are pulled onto the rocks and seem to be stabbed and bled out onto the rocks. And all of the contents of the cart are ripped out and thrown out into the middle of the road. Oh, God damn. Yo, dude, you seeing this? <laughs> you you peeping this shit, bro? Bro. Do you see anything like around us that might have caused that? So uh, I'm I'm wondering if this was something that occurred uh, during the night. If this was, you know, should we should we investigate the scene a little bit? See if uh... I think we should. You know, obviously you can investigate a little bit better without being known to the the pikemen. Um, but yeah, I I I'm walking over to. I'm aware of the situation. I wanna wanna investigate further as well. So you start walking towards the cart when suddenly you hear as arrows start shooting in your direction. Motherfucker, Kyle. Astaroth one flies right back towards you and you see it hit the pikeman standing over your left shoulder. <laughs> Balrock, you see one that just kind of lands right between your legs. They don't even notice that you're there, but the so wildly to the right that you just punk right into the dirt. I need everybody to roll for initiative.